significant challenge for evacuees from the confrontation line areas is the ability to work. In the wake of the October 7th attack, the Mirage Foundation, which has been engaged in development of the Western Negev for some 25 years, advanced a work opportunity initiative that seeks to match evacuees with potential employers in a manner that fosters career development and economic sustainability. We heard more from Nicole Hood-Stroh, Executive Director of the Mirage Foundation. Thank you so much for uh, this opportunity to share the important work that we're doing specifically with the Western Negev communities that, as you mentioned, have been displaced throughout Israel and they can no longer go to their day-to-day jobs. And obviously these communities and families require not only uh, so much support uh, and resilience, but uh, once you start thinking about economic income and stability, the issue of employment becomes crucial. Um, So they are... In hotels, there are places that sometimes don't even have the ability to move to different places, and many of them lost their jobs. And some of them even are thinking twice whether they want to pursue a different career or are not ready to have a regular day job. So 710 West was born as a platform to support evacuees, access different um, alternative sources of jobs, mainly remote or hybrid jobs and kind of encouraging the private sector community that is so eager to help and to take part to really bring bring opportunities for this community. So is it primarily a job database or is there also an element of counseling or guidance as well? Yeah, it's a really holistic approach. So we have uh, representatives among the different hotels and communities, so working directly with the evacuees to kind of understand their needs, and that's the most important aspect because sometimes the reason why maybe a woman is not working is because she doesn't have a babysitter or because she's in her room uh, with her family all day. She doesn't have an office space that she can work for. So even if we're able to provide remote job opportunities, if she doesn't have a place where she can work or internet facilities, she's not going to be able to do that. So we have to be very, very supportive and ensuring that the evacuees successfully can integrate into these new opportunities. But at the same time, we're also working with partners across sectors in the private sector, and we're working with them to be more creative about ways that they could actually create new job opportunities that could be more flexible than the traditional job placements that they would have. So it's way beyond jobless. It's a lot of work on the ground with evacuees, but also an in-depth knowledge of what the private sector needs and wants. So about how many people have registered with the database job seekers and uh, how many do you have statistics in terms of job uh, potential employers and placements and what kinds of jobs are being discussed? Yeah. So maybe I'll start by saying the Mirage Foundation has been supporting the Negev for over 20 years. And after the first two months of the tragic events of October 7th, that the Mirage Foundation was immersed in humanitarian support, we started hearing that evacuees were ready to work. And we understood that a lot of the research shows that working is one of the best ways to uh, address trauma and to create a new sense of purpose. So we reached out to Hannah Rado, who's a social entrepreneur. She had, before October 7th, I think six 
employment centers throughout the Negev, and she had already developed a model whereby she could create uh, ex- new job opportunities in the Negev, mostly remote, and that includes the uh, training. But her model is uh, for-profit social enterprises, and we realized that for this to succeed, we needed to create a non-profit, widespread effort. So we decided to join forces. Uh, so it's a very new and fresh initiative uh, backed by the experience of uh, Hannah Rado's work that is called the Negev Child, so Negev 19. And uh, we already have about 500 men and women from the evacuee communities on our list and hundreds of uh, potentially new job opportunities. And so there's about 40 people in the process of getting hired, and we're providing, like I mentioned, this holistic approach to make sure that uh, more and more people would actually end up being hired but also retaining that uh, job in the long term. So it's career development and not just a stopgap measure. Yeah, I call it, it's not job placement. It's job creation because we are creating positions that otherwise might not necessarily be created for negative uh, communities. And I really think that this could be an interesting engine for economic development in the negative beyond the scope of this emergency situation. Because a lot of the people that want to move to the negative and enjoy the wonderful community life that the negative has to offer many times are prevented from doing so because they don't want to give up on their careers. If they work in high tech, they work in, uh, in jobs that require uh, face-to-face work. And by creating these new job opportunities, kind of what we saw in the United States during COVID and after COVID, that the trend is people leaving the big cities, moving to so- smaller towns, but still being able to take part in the, in the active uh, career ecosystem the way to do it is through remote work. And so you're right. This is a career uh, job creation and an opportunity to get the negative closer to the, to the market, uh, the job market. And you mentioned that the Mirage Foundation has long been active in developing and boosting the, the Western negative. Tell us a little bit about its activities and especially now in this period. So we see this as an integral part of the Mirage Foundation's work in creating economic growth in the Negev. We believe in regionalism. We believe in the importance of looking at the Negev as a region and not thinking about each separate town. Investors or corporate or the international market doesn't care if you're in Ofakim or in Sterot. They care about what's the value proposition. And to create a real value proposition, we need to look at clusters. We need to look at the region. And so the Mirage Foundation... Uh, established about four years ago the Desert Tech Initiative with the understanding that the Negev could potentially become a global hub for uh, renewable energy and other climate, uh, you know, desert agriculture and other climate-related technologies. We worked very closely with Ben Gurion University in this aspect. We actually recently won a Israel Innovation uh, Authority tender with a group of partners to, to establish uh, the Negev climate and desert tech innovation center so we see a lot of potential in this area and we are not going to let uh the tragic events of october 7th bring the negative down we want to make sure that we are able to get up and uh, not only survive but really to thrive and if we don't have this hope then what do we have we really think that from the negative israel's growth will emerge and so that's one of the things that the Mirage Foundation 
then, uh, and the other initiative that is also super relevant nowadays as well, is that four years ago we understood that the Negev has this really interesting potential of becoming a wine region, a de- the world's first desert wine region. And so we brought together all the different wineries and vineyards of the Negev. We're talking about 45 wineries and vineyards and trying to work with them on how can they improve their uh, tourism experience, uh, marketing, wine quality of the wines, how can they best attract more and more people from around the world to go and try and taste this amazing up-and-coming desert wine that they're growing. Obviously, the events of October 7th hurt very much, just like any other agricultural endeavor, uh, were really affected. And But now we're starting again. We're actually I'm, uh, on my way to uh, our first gathering of all the wineries since October 7th. So everyone's so excited to get together as a community and make sure that we're resilient for this event and we're going to become even stronger. So where can one find more information about these various initiatives, the career initiatives, and other activities? Yes. So if you Google... Desert Tech or Negev Desert Tech, you'll find a website with Desert Tech initiatives. And in that website, you'll find a marketplace with dozens of startups in the field. Um, And if you Google Desert Wine or Negev Desert Wine, you will find a beautiful website that has uh, clear information about every single winery. When can you visit tourism information, the story of uh, the Negev Wine uh, Desert Ecosystem. And for uh, 710 West, we also have a website in Hebrew, uh, and there's a way, if you're an evacuee and you would like to register to get the support, uh, you can register through that, or you can look me up in uh, on our the Mirage Foundation's website, and we'll be happy to help. Also, of course, if you're a corporation that would like to offer job opportunities, even if you're abroad, again, these are remote opportunities, and a lot of the evacuees speak English. So this could be a wonderful way for even Jewish companies around the world that want to help. This is a wonderful way for them to get engaged and uh, offer uh, job and economic resilience opportunities for Western negative residents.